there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. This episode is brought to you by The Weather Channel. It's suggested that brands avoid using sound effects in podcast ads. And remember to speak in a chill tone. Well, here's a suggestion for everyday life. Tap into the Weather Channel app. It's loaded with insights that help you manage your allergies, breathe easy, and use your outside voice. What in the weather are you waiting for? Be a force of nature with the Weather Channel app. Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. My guest this week on Life's a Beat is not only one of my favourite singers, she's also a fashion icon. She's going on tour all over the UK and Europe and I saw her sell out Royal Albert Hall show last week and I danced me little tush off. I've had bunions for days. I was dancing so much. Her brand new album, Hit Parade, is out now and it is, as you'd expect, full of bangers. Please welcome on board, Roisin Murphy! This is the final boarding call for Roshi Murphy. Can Roshi Murphy please come to the gate? This is the final boarding call for Roshi Murphy. Roshi, 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 Thank you. Look who we've got on board, Roshi Murphy. How you doing, Roshi? I'm very well. How are you? Good. Thanks for flying, Alan Air. Please pretend. It's a bit tight in these seats, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, if you're going to pay for economy, Rose Sheen. It's a very bright shade of pink as well in here. <laughs> it's a bit garish. Yeah, well, that's my that's my brand, Alan Carl. Um, what do you like as a traveller? Do you like travelling? Um, I'm a good traveller, actually. Um, took a while to get used to being on tour when it very first started because it is a bit much to expect people to play a gig, then get into a moving vehicle, sleep in that moving vehicle, <laughs> then wake up at another gig and do that again. So that, that did take a while to get used to, yeah. but I'm pretty used to it now. And when I get onto planes, I usually just fall asleep immediately. The plane itself puts me asleep. Oh, God, I don't fall asleep during I... this interview, love. That's <laughs> I slap in the face of my interviewing <laughs> skills. <laughs> when you take all your costumes with because you know you do wear flamboyant costumes and everything, have you ever lost any of your costumes when you're flying around? Rarely. I mean, there's been a few missing items. More from the stage, things go missing off the stage. People have taken shoes, <laughs> um, hats, 
Um, yeah, so things go missing off the stage than more than in the touch wood than in the aeroplane because sometimes it can be quite a rush job, you know, when you're doing festivals and that and you are on aeroplanes every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, it can be really scary waiting at the belt, you know, and just wondering what kind of show you'll have if it doesn't turn up. <laughs> How do you feel when people nick things, nick your shoes and stuff on the? Because they're expensive, aren't they? I don't really like it, do I? Oh no! Well, you've got, you've got to smile and go. Ah, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy that one shoe. <laughs> Somebody stole some bones, like this thing, corsetry thing that was like bones from uh, a gig in Serbia, I remember. And then there was like a whole nationwide search for this item. <laughs> and it eventually did come back to me. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was very idiosyncratic, isn't it? Not many people are going to... They're going to know it's yours, aren't they? I think... I think from the story I was told, the guy didn't really give a God's curse about the oak. He was just absolutely pissed and <laughs> he was just going around going, oh, with it on him all night, you know, and then quite happy to send it back. <laughs> you were born in, is it Arklow in Ireland? Yes. Where did you go on holiday when you were a kid? I was born actually in Dublin. Brought up in Arklow, obviously, oh, okay. my, my my childhood home, my stomping ground. What's Arklow like? Arklow was a holiday town. So um, it was very close, it's very close to Dublin. And um, we had a huge uh, caravan park for uh, holiday makers and several beaches, which we now don't really have because there's been so much erosion, just sea erosion, that we've got lots of like where there was lovely sand when I was a child, there's big grey boulders holding the oh, sea back. That's depressing. Yes, it is a bit. Uh, there's still a lot of beautiful coastline around that area. Beautiful. I mean, we used to go to a beach called British Bay, which is still exactly the same as it oh, was. That's and good. it's like a mile long beach. Yeah. Stunning place. Very close to Arklow as well. But yeah, we had. Not so much now, obviously, but, you know, we used to have hordes of Dubliners coming down in the summer and it was, you know, party town. Yeah, yeah. So where did you go on holiday? Did you just party in Arklow? We actually spent a whole summer in a caravan park, but a bit <laughs> further down in uh, a place called Courtown, which had um, fairgrounds and oh, amazing. all that. So it's like a little mini uh, Blackpool. Yeah. And we stayed the whole summer there and I uh, made lots of friends on the caravan park. It was a super happy time for me. Mm. And I think I made my first gay male friend that oh. on that holiday. He just wanted to play with dolls with me all the time. And <laughs> Are you still? You still? We didn't know that. I didn't obviously know anything about that at the no, time. No, of course. I just, you just, well, who's this just had a right laugh with him. You yeah, know? yeah, why not? So. Well, he's here tonight. <laughs> Come on down, here he is, in drag. <laughs> oh. Oh. Imagine if I did meet him again, that would be lovely. Wouldn't actually. that be lovely? Yes. Um, did you ever go on holiday as a teenager? You know when you like leave all your morals at home and you think, yeah, let's go on a slaggy holiday? Not at all. Oh, what come are you off talking it? about? <laughs> <laughs> Disgrace. <laughs> the first foreign trip I did... Um, was an architectural tour around Europe, would you believe? That's not slaggy, is it? No, it wasn't. No, but I wasn't particularly slaggy. Well, I'm not asking you to be slaggy. <laughs> <laughs> then. <laughs> 
No, did you ever go those girly holidays like to Zante and Magaluf and go? No, I didn't. Why not? Because I, I was a, a bit of a weirdo and I liked <laughs> weird things. And um, so, I, but we did this amazing tour of Europe in my high and eye, which uh, I still can't drive. So obviously, the high and eye was given to me for my seventeenth birthday uh, by my dad, but he didn't get me any driving lessons. So <laughs> the lad I was going with, he drove the high and eye, and we went all down through France into Italy, down to Greece, back up to Italy, into Spain, through France again and home. Six weeks. In a high and die. In a high and die. Most, a lot of the nights staying in the high and die because we were on 10 quid a day. <laughs> but but was it, I bet it was fun. Oh, it was absolutely an amazing experience. And yeah. It really um, stayed with me, you know. I learned an awful lot yeah. about stuff, so... Hello, this is your captain speaking. If you look out to the left, you will see the Great Wall of China. If you look out to the right, you will see... Oh, well, you won't see anything, because one of the passengers is wearing a lime green sequin bolero jacket with puff sleeves and a helmet made of papier-mâché. Your new album's out, Hit Parade. Yes. Tell us what can we expect. Is it as eclectic as your other ones? It's a completely new sound for me. Yeah. Um, and I think most of the time when I do a new record, it has a completely fresh oh, yeah, sound from the last one. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like a child at Christmas, you know, mm. at the moment, because I've been waiting so long to build up in my heart to kind of get to this point of releasing this music has been going on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We'd started making it like six, seven years ago. So you can imagine I've been holding on to this. As I, Even when I was promoting the last album, Roisin Machine, mm. um, I knew I had this one, you know, to come after sort of thing. Really? Yeah. So you had like, did you have like a purple patch during like uh, COVID and everything? I th- yes, I certainly did. Yeah. And, and because with this record, I was encouraged to um, get on the Ableton, which is music software, that was set up at home so I could be very, very prolific and I continue to be really prolific mm. songwriter at the moment. I'm coming to see you in the Royal Albert Hall. Sold out. Sold out so quickly. You did, yeah. We crashed the site a couple uh, of times and yeah. people didn't think they could get tickets because it was like, just couldn't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so we were a bit, sh- we were a little bit shocked by that actually, how quick that went. We could have probably done two yeah. shows there and in fact the, uh, Royal Albert Hall came back the day after and we're like, do you want to do the night before? But because we're doing Ali Pali next year. Yeah, yeah. We thought we'd hold off yeah. for the big one. And what can we expect? Are you going to play stuff from Hairless Toys? And what, you know, we t- we'll take her up to Monto. Yes. What's the Monto? Monto was the shortened name for Montgomery Street in Dublin. Oh, what's Montgomery Street? It doesn't Street exist like? anymore. It was where all the slags were. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you. I wasn't there. Yeah, of course, at all. you was not there. You were, a, you were a high and kind of going Victorian era. No, it was one of the biggest red light districts in Europe. Oh, and the original song "Take Him Up to Monto," uh, song made famous by the Dubliners, is all about that. It's a dirty old Dublin song, you know, <laughs> and it's a very politically barbed song as well. It's great. Oh, you know, it's a great, great song. And my dad used to sing it to me when we were walking down the streets. So it's, 
it's got a real walk and pace to it. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know why I wanted to call my album, take her up to Monto <laughs> and then have me on the front cover in like builder's gear and high vis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what was the aesthetic behind that? Because then I was the, going back to my roots, you know, obviously. <laughs> Did you work on the roads? <laughs> well, I've got a few, fr- I've got a fair amount of family who have built a fair <laughs> amount of roads. <laughs> No, because what's the aesthetic with Hip Parade? Because you've got Hairless Toys, you've got the red leather, you've got the very, um, was, was it was 80s, 80s look, wasn't it? Then you had the high vis. Yeah. What's this one going to be? This like? is very surreal, uh, very colourful, very sort of not pop starry, and. Because yeah, on Instagram, you start wearing a mask, it's like. What's the pointy mask? And it's quite colourful. What's that all about? Yeah, it's that like a little tease. It's just meant to make people think on. (laughs) Would you say, have you said this before, that is Cindy Sherman a bit of a influence? Definitely. Big, big influence on me, yes. I saw her work when I was 13 or 14. I remember there was an arts programme showcased her on the BBC. Mm. And it all made sense to me, you know, in a way. The way that I was, the way that I liked to exhibit myself I was an exhibitionist I am in the yeah. sense that I like to make an exhibition for people yes yeah and it's not really a, a an ego thing I'm of course I'm using myself and and so on in the exhibition but really the important thing is to make something to 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 maybe delight or to um excite the eye oh. is that so narcissist about you no it's not it's a it's based on a myth <laughs> I know the myth, I don't know who's right. <laughs> no. I'm just asking, all right, um, love. No, I think uh, I'm very much, that song, I am very much uh, someone who has had many, many unrequited loves. Yeah. I tend to fixate on fellas that just have no interest in me whatsoever. I'm like that, love. So that's what that song's about, you know, <laughs> be in love with me. No, it's be in love with me, 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 me. But it doesn't, you know, work out that way. Have you ever had a holiday romance? Um, only in Arklow when the lads would come. <laughs> that sounds terrible. When the lads, no, no. when the I'm lads, like, would... I'm, I'm trying to make you look like you're promiscuous. We just <laughs> the lads would come over. Are you sure? Are you a narcissist? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> the lads would come over with the the swapping. What they call when they swap the children? Swap oh. the children. Swap the children. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the student exchange. <laughs> so there'd be like Spanish guys oh, nice. come over, or French guys. There was a French guy I met one time there, and he was madly in love with me. And he sent me letters all the time oh. after he went off about his business. Oh, that nice. Yeah, really love letters, like. But no, never, I never had a holiday no. romance okay. from holidays. Ladies and gentlemen, this will be the last time we are pushing the trolley down the aisle. But why not start smoking and take advantage of our half-price fags? Drink yourself silly with our two-for-one Lambrini and smell divine with our bog-off on dupe. If you would like to take advantage of all these bargains, the time is now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what's been one of the best places for you to holiday in? Lesbos. Le- <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I've never been to Lesbos. What's it like? I Is it full to- of lesbians? Uh, yes. OK. I went to Lesbos with my mother <laughs> a few years ago. Oh, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. It was such a, like, yeah. female, big female energy, couple yeah. of weeks, like, you know. <laughs> And um, everywhere we went, because obviously le- there were lesbians all over the place, <laughs> me mad be like going, we'd be in a shop together and me mad explain why she was buying a pack of cigarettes. You know, mother, daughter. <laughs> mother, daughter. Because <laughs> uh, people did think we were, yeah, a couple. <laughs> oh, but it was so relaxing. Do you know the way Greece can be just oh, so relaxing? Yeah. I want to go to that place. Is it Hydra? Hydra, where Leonard Cohen went? Everyone's meant to just go mad there. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. No yeah. cars, just go around by donkey. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, I love a donkey. Uh, yeah. You don't love a donkey? Oh, everybody loves a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Where's been the worst place you've ever been? And we're not going to just slag off a place, but has there been where you've lost your luggage, you got mugged, you lost your passport? You're just like, oh. Well... Miami, the last time I was there, we ended up going to some place that was like supposed to be this amazing restaurant that was a club as well. And then this, so we had our lunch and then they started making it into a club type thing. You can actually park the yachts outside the restaurant there. So a big yacht came along and it was all these like bros on the yacht like that. You know, like Spring the Wolf. Break! No, they were more like oh. Wolf of Wall Street type uh, people. You know, oh like they no. were all like, like financiers and on this yacht, and they put in all fucking pissed out of their minds. <laughs> and the next thing is, they bring out a woman in a bath full of champagne with loads of like bottles, big massive magnums of champagne oh. all around her as well, and she's got like fireworks. <laughs> Coming out of the bath, she's no clothes on, and there's all these lads carrying the bath over their heads. Oh no! And they carry her and then throw her onto the, throw her in with the lads on the, on no. the yacht. No! Oh my God! That's so vulgar. Oh, I'm glad I saw it. <laughs> Truth. And then we went to a club that was like. Somebody had like vomited MTV up. I was, it was a fella DJing with another lad with a pair of underpants on playing an electric violin on top of the DJing. Uh, and there was another bath there. There was a bath there with a naked fella in the bath showering in the nightclub. <laughs> That's a lot going on on a night out, isn't it? So that was, yeah, it was. 
It was an expensive farce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you like when you're abroad? Will you try different foods? Will you try street food? You know, in Mexico, will you have the crickets? Oh, I don't know about the crickets. <laughs> the last time I was in Brazil, I had um, oysters put out of a bucket on the beach, which I thought made it more fresh. <laughs> so please, guys, if you ever see shellfish in a bucket on the beach anywhere. I don't think you need to give that advice. Cause why people did I, why was I doing it? <laughs> I, don't I gave that. a man money to nearly kill me. Don't eat. Why are you eating oysters out of a bucket? I will never eat oysters out of anything again, I can tell you that. No, well, I bet you don't. Never again. Because you've got to have, have a... Is it shucked? Shucked? You've got to have them open, isn't it? If, is it are they open? if they're open, you don't eat them, is that right? No, if they're don't open when, when you cook... That don't, oh. don't eat. That's mussels anyway, oh. I think, isn't it? I don't. I don't have anything like that. I do that like mussels. Fleming and ashtray, isn't it? I'll eat anything though. I will try anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been pleasantly surprised? Are you a vegetarian? I'm often pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Life would be boring otherwise, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm not a vegetarian. No, no. What's the most um, exotic thing you've had? Because um... we had Damon Albarn round here. He's in Iceland. He had that shark. You know the shark. You kill the shark, mm. and then you piss on the shark, mm. and then you bury it. Ah, my dad used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> no, once he once he came home in the middle of the night, yeah. and Walker's came up and shook me in the bed. And went, oh, get up, get up! I've got some downstairs. <laughs> But woke everybody up. Went downstairs and he had a shark in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> a full shark that he bought in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> and he proceeded to get like a hacksaw out and yeah. make steaks out yeah, of it shark. and fried them up and tried to make us all eat it. Yeah. And none of none of us had eaten it. And he kept galloping it down, going, it's great, what are you talking about? It's like steak, isn't it, Rose? He's saying to me, Matt. She says, it's disgusting, Mickey, the whole house stinks. <laughs> stinks a <the> shark. <laughs> Where'd you get a shark in Ireland? Ah, uh, there was a lad called the Jekyll used to go into the pubs with the wheelbarrow. Oh, right, yeah. He'd yeah. go down, because it was a fishing town as well. Yeah. So he'd go down to the boats and get the... Stuff that they'd never be able to sell. Yeah, Sort yeah. of mangled up looking fish and all that. So <laughs> they obviously caught this shark. <laughs> I'm the only one that bought it to me, Dad. Oh, do you know what it sounds like uh, when you're growing up? There's lots of fun, lots of stories. You look back and it's just... Oh, it was amazing time yeah. when I think about it now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, that, that whole generation there, they were f- fun people. <laughs> Um, what do you like? Um, have you have you ever holidayed with someone famous? Have you ever gone? Oh, there's someone famous at your hotel. Yes, do you know I bumped into Noel Gallagher in Puglia. All oh, right. Well, yes. I want to go to Puglia this year. What's it like? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh. Absolutely lovely. Yeah. Um, Is that I've that? Got hotel? some friends down there that are doing up a house very slowly. Huge old place oh nice so i was down there and then yeah so we were at a beach thing well not really a beach because they're more like rocks that you, you'd have stairs down into the sea yeah and um and the next thing is is that you roisin <laughs> 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 and it was him and his lovely wife saying oh lovely and um what do you like do you buy tat 
when you're on holiday? I mean, will you buy a tea towel or a coaster or a fridge magnet? Or yeah. Can you leave? yeah. Yeah, we do. We like things like the willy things and the boob things and stuff. We've got a lot of them on the on the fridge. You know the, you know their shops. I tell you, I was in Menorca once in Mahan, and we were walking around with the children and the nanny, and. I went off about my business and knew the nanny was looking after the young ones. And then I started to look for them and I, I see Carolina, who is the nanny, standing outside the shop, this shop. And I said, where's Clodagh? And she said, oh, she's, she's just gone in there. She's in at the back of the shop. And Clodagh was about six. And I went in and it was a real long shop corridor all the way down to the bottom. And I went down and I found Clodagh finally at the very back of the shop, <laughs> surrounded by penises <laughs> and boobs. <laughs> and she had one big penis in her hand <laughs> and a boob like this, squeezing it. And the woman in the shop didn't care. Like, I looked at the woman in the shop and she just went, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and Claude was like, please, can I have this penis? Please, please, Mama, can I have this? Oh, she loved them. Like, it was, you, so I had to, like, negotiate. I had to go, you can have the boob, but not the penis. <laughs> she had one of them. Boobs filled with water, you know, that you could squeeze like a squeezy yeah, toy. Yeah, yeah. So then she went around for the t- entire time that it's like with a this game boob show, everywhere. But thank God, you know, because the penis was huge and it was <laughs> rubbery as well, you know. <laughs> but it was just all this mix of 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 actual sex toys and souvenirs that yeah. were penises and so on. Because they do that abroad, don't they? That's what mix them all up together, isn't it? Like like... (laughs) junk shop and uh, and Ann Summers. Now I got this off the internet. This might not be true. Do you live in Ibiza? I do. Oh, good, good. That's right. Does it inspire you as a place? Yeah, totally. It's absolutely beautiful, and um, it's very handy now. We just come backwards and forwards. We're working in London a Mm. lot too. Yeah. And um, it's beautiful. It's absolutely lovely countryside to walk in. And yeah. Tell me a little gem that no one really knows about Ibiza. So when I go there, is there like a little cove? Is there like a bar? Is there like a little beach that you just love? St Agnes is a lovely place. Um, and the restaurant there at the top is incredible. It's like this... How old would you say that place is? It's like a town right at the top of a really steep little hill. And... Um, Beautiful place, beautiful food. Oh, nice. What's it called? St Agnes? St Agnes, yeah. Oh, thanks for that. This is your captain speaking. We are on our final approach to our destination. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. Cabin crew, get ready for landing. We were about to start our descent. Oh, wonderful. Okay, but we've only got time now for. That's when I start crying, actually. When we start changing the pressure, it makes me emotional sometimes and I cry. Oh, God. Okay, well, this will be interesting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Could you fly around? Have you ever had like an emergency on air? The the turbulence? Have you ever been turbulent so bad you thought, hey, up, I'm going to die? Yeah, we've had that, but only in them um, flying minibuses that you hire when you have to get a plane between, you know, a festival in Istanbul and one in, you know, France. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes you have to 
hire a little yeah. flying minibus is what they're like. Yeah. They're not really like jets or anything like no, that. No, no, no. They usually always make you feel like you're going to die at some point. <laughs> it's such a weird life touring, isn't it? I mean, and you, you've got voice. I mean, with me, you know, I've got when, when I do stand-up tours, it doesn't really matter. But you've got to sing, you've got to be healthy, you've got to dance. It's hard. How do you get it? How do you do the balance? How do you sort it out? Because travelling is just full of germs, isn't it? Am I right or am I right? Well, I mean, germs to a certain degree are good for you. What do you mean? Oh, well, you've got to expose yourself to a few germs here and there. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're one of them. One of them? What does <laughs> that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't want to get a cold. I just think, oh, you know, when it's going round in the plane. <laughs> You know, yeah, articles. I mean, it's different how different cultures are about it, isn't it? I mean, the Italians that I'm married into are, you know, they feel like if they leave the window open or crack on the child, the child get in a kidney infection. Yeah, or... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, <laughs> you know, protective of all that sort of thing. But the Irish, I was brought up in a house in Ireland where, you know, you woke up in the morning and there'd be dew drops on your blanket from the condensation of freezing cold. Yes, yes. Yeah. Owl house. And then and you warm yourself up by having a bit of shark. I have a bit of shark. <laughs> shark and a Guinness. Midnight and snack. <laughs> okay, we're starting our descent. Here we go. Mile High Club or Mile Shy Club? Have you ever had sex on a plane? Uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to ask me these no, questions. No, I don't. You can, you can <laughs> say pass, but we'll me. The <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's fine. That's fine. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mojito or mint tea? A mojito. I've never had a mojito on the plane, actually, but how nice that would be. Yeah, wouldn't that be lovely if we did yes. a mojito? I'll speak to the chefs on board. Mr. Sommelier. Nudist or not on your Nelly? Oh, God, yeah, nude. Yeah, you'll do that, love. Oh, Lord, oh, them days are the best, you know? Yeah. You're just running around not thinking about anything. <laughs> Taj Mahal or Taj Mahal? Do you get do you get out and about? Do you see like museums and art galleries and stuff if you can? I do if I can. That's yes. Nice. Yeah. And then the last but not least, tip them or fuck them. Do you like to tip people or do you go fuck you? I'll never see you again. <laughs> no, I tip people. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> for the I sake of a ask. joke. But no. Uh, yeah, you've I mean, got you've got to tip. to tip people, haven't you? Yeah. You'd look right, like right scumball, wouldn't you, if you didn't get tip? Yeah, I know, I know. And also because I was like a waiter as well. And the tips do count, do they? They do, of course. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much for flying, Alan Air. If you'd like to get your baggage from the carousel, that would be wonderful. I hope it turns up, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) We have been known to lose things. Thank you for flying, Alan Air. Roisin, thank you so much. And don't forget, everyone, to check out her brand new album, Hit Parade. It's out now. And she'll be doing all fabulous festivals around the UK and Europe. Don't forget, everyone. Life's a beach.